Welcome back to the Rainy Day Horror Show, people. Hope you're having a good weekend so far. It is Saturday. It is 5 o'clock in the afternoon, right? I literally recorded this 15 minutes ago because we, well, I was on a podcast episode being interviewed. The trail story, still a fucking hit, right? Still a hit. It's impeccable. It's just the cross of beautiful and just fucking creepy, right? But yeah, I was on uh, my third eye podcast with a good friend of mine, Ghost. He is a great podcaster. So if you haven't heard of my third eye podcast, go follow that shit. Go listen. Go give it a five star rating and review. You know, okay, you know I've never said those words, right? Go out and do it, right? He's a good dude, right? We had fun. We talked about a bunch of random little shit, okay? It got creepy. It did. It got a little scary. Ooh, scary. But it was a good episode. Also, people, I want to apologize about yesterday and Thursday, okay? I forgot to even fucking, like, publish the episode. I thought I did, and I didn't, and so, yeah, sorry. That's why it came out so late. I I do apologize. And on Thursday, there was no horror movie breakdown. I had a bunch of shit going on, a bunch of personal stuff going on, and so I just, I'm sorry, I didn't get time to record it, but fear not, my fellow listeners, okay, because we've got something good coming this week, we've got seven fucking days, all episodes, you are getting straight from me, tomorrow, Serial Killer Sunday, Monday, interview that I was on. Okay, I was the one being interviewed, but it's coming out Monday, right? Tuesday, short Reddit horror stories. Wednesday, chaotic and idiotic, me and Gabby talking shit about the Ken and Barbie killers. Thursday, we have horror movie breakdown. Whoop, whoop, horror movie breakdown, right? Friday, Another story. Don't know what it is yet. Completely fucking forgot. I'm sorry. But Friday, right? And then Saturday, Creepy Encounters. Sunday, Serial Killer Sunday. Okay, I lied. It's not Washington. Sorry, Washington. You're not second on the leaderboard, okay? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to talk shit, okay? You're just not, all right? It's Oregon. Oregon, Oregon. I say Oregon, so I'm sorry to my fellow Oregonians. Okay, we're doing you guys. Well, not sexually, but I'm doing a serial killer from your state because you're number two. Good. Congratulations. Congrats. That's good. Right. Washington, I think you're like fifth. I'm sorry. Bump those numbers up if you want to be second. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, today's going to be a good episode. I have a really good creepy encounter that I want to share. I don't know why I paused like that. I wasn't going to say willing to share, but I want, I wanted to say wanted to share. It's going to be a good one. Um, and I actually kind of have a similar story to it, but not as bad happened when I was little, but we're going to get into it. Okay. If you don't know who I am, I'm Dusty McBalls, certified cougar hunter and your host with the most. Okay. So yeah, just strap in. All right. Get a drink, get a little snack, a little spritz of something. I don't fucking know. Okay. No Crocs today. We're saving them bitches for tomorrow. All right. But yeah, 
It's going to be a good episode. So, without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. This story comes from the subreddit, Let's Not Me, with the user being NashGuy39. Title of this story is called Active Shooter in My Apartment Building. Let's jump into it. This incident took place in the summer of 2023. Last year, I transferred with my company to take a new position in a major Midwestern city. My spouse was still working and living back in California for the next few months. So, I rented a studio apartment for myself in a newly renovated apartment building in a popular downtown neighborhood until we could look for a place together. The apartment was small but nice. It was in a secure building with interior hallways and a nice downstairs lobby. I was one of the first tenants to move into this newly renovated building and other residents soon started moving in. A major advantage of this move was that I'd only be a couple of hours drive from my hometown and my parents. I started my new job and everything was going great. I was enjoying my new neighborhood and the neighbors in the apartment building generally kept to themselves like I did. Then, a new guy moved in across the hall and everything changed. We'll call him David. David was a single man in his 60s and it was very different from the college students and the young professionals who lived in our building. I started noticing his erratic behavior almost immediately. I would come home from work and he would be sitting in his car in our small parking lot just staring off into the distance. We were having issues that summer with smoke clouds coming from the vast Canadian wildfires. They were leaving a light dusting of ash on our cars similar to pollen. David was convinced that someone was spraying this dust on his car and was accusing various tenants he would run into in the parking lot. He would hoard trash in his apartment and leave trash bags in the hallway causing a foul odor. He would also be yelling at himself in the hallway. I finally had enough and complained to the leasing office. The manager was quick to dismiss my concerns, saying that she'd been in his apartment and everything was fine. In August, my parents' 50th anniversary was coming up, and I was excited to go home and spend a weekend with them. A few days before their anniversary, my boss informed me that he would be flying in to work on an important project with me that would have us working through the weekend. I was really disappointed and felt like I was letting my parents down. But 
I managed to get a... I'm, whoa, hold on. I managed to get away for a quick overnight trip in the middle of the week to see them and get back before my boss was due to arrive. I drove down and spent the night with them. The next morning, I checked my email as I was getting ready to head back. There was an email from my apartment manager in regard to the quote-unquote incident the night before. The email was very vague, but it stated that a resident was dead and there could be further details coming later. My heart sank and I immediately went pale. My mind instinctively went to my strange neighbor, David. I opened up a local news app for my city and the top story was about an active shooter in my apartment building who was killed during a SWAT team standoff the night before. Apparently, David approached my next door neighbor in the hallway with a gun and threatened to shoot him. The neighbor ran into his apartment and called 911. David also called 911 and told the dispatcher that his neighbors were hacking his phone and if the police didn't come, he was going to start shooting people. The police came and tried to talk to David, but he was barricaded himself, well, he had barricaded himself in his apartment and claimed to be heavily armed. The state police and the SWAT team soon arrived and David began firing a rifle out his window at anyone he saw in the parking lot below. All of the neighbors on my floor were trapped in their apartment with no escape. They had to get down and barricade themselves from the gunfire. There was another building across the street with a direct line of sight into our apartment building. A police sniper took position in that building across the street and shot David through the window. Then they flew a drone into his open window and confirmed that he was dead with the gun still in his hand. Luckily, no one was injured. I get home later that day to a bullet-riddled apartment building and several neighbors who normally didn't speak to each other were hugging and crying and showing each other various videos of the incident from their hiding places. I've never been so lucky to have been out of town. If my boss hadn't messed up my plans, I would have been home that night. I'm sorry David didn't get the mental health attention he needed, but he put so many lives in danger. And that is the end of the story. That is the end of the story. I had something similar happen to me when I was in school. Um, I don't know if I shared the story. I might have. I can't fucking remember. When I was in the seventh grade, um, our school that I was at, our middle school, it was split up. So seventh and eighth graders were at one building, sixth graders were at the other, and halfway through the day, the sixth graders would come over and they would do like their Spanish classes, gym, 
Um, I just burped, um, like plays, stuff like that. So it was early one morning and this kid, um, I think he had autism. I could be completely wrong, but I know he had some form of disability and he had this little phone. It was kind of like a pager. He could only call two numbers, any, well, not two numbers, but any of his family members for emergencies or the police in case something bad happened. Well, he wanted to, he really liked like the sirens and the lights. So he dialed 911 and said that there was a school shooter and I do with an AK-47 walking around the school premise. And yeah, it was weird. We all went to lockdown and after the first like 10 minutes, um, I knew something was up and next thing you know, an hour, hour and a half goes by and it's just, it was weird because then SWAT started like clearing the rooms and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, it was just weird. I don't know. I can't really remember a whole lot about it, but I remember the SWAT guys, they entered our classroom and they had their guns drawn and everything. And yeah, it was just really, it was, you know, for, for me at the time, I wasn't scared, but cause I was just a little kid, you know, you don't really know what's going on, but the, um, the teachers were kind of scared. They were a little petrified of what was going on. And I could see, you could see it in their faces, especially when one of my male teachers answered the door to the SWAT. He immediately got thrown up against the wall, patted down just because they didn't know he had a gun or anything like that. So it was weird, but we did, we did get the rest of the day off. And then later that week we had a, we had a, we had a fake, um, a fake bombing. What is it? a bomb I forgot what it is but we had a fake bomb called in at the high school so yeah we all had to be evacuated from our school and the high school it was it was fucking weird it was weird it was a really weird week but yeah that's basically it for this episode I hope you guys are having a good weekend okay um yeah we've got so many videos coming out this weekend and I'm so excited and I'm so happy to share them with you guys I hope you guys are going to enjoy all of them I think they're going to be great I think they're going to be right up your alley so you'll be able to on Monday, you'll be actually be able to hear the trail story almost in its entirety from my mine and Gabby's point of view. So it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a great week. And I hope you guys, you know, we're going to have a great week, too. So I'm going to cut the video here. I will see you guys tomorrow at five. And yeah, just enjoy the rest of your night, guys. So remember, stay frosty, stay foxy. And most importantly, the most important thing on this planet, stay safe, you beautiful peacocks. I love y'all. Deuces.